Hey folks, welcome to the Baseball Rewind. We bring you baseball facts, stories, and sprinkle in game highlights and interviews about the highlighted player. On January 25th, 1943, the New York Yankees on January 25, 1943, the New York Yankees sell future Hall of Famer Lefty Gomez to the Boston Braves. Now, in the transactions part of uh, Retro Sheet and Baseball Reference, it's, it says the Yankees sold Gomez. But in his biography, it says that the Yankees gave him his outright release, and then he eventually signed with the Boston Braves. So... A little bit of conflicting info there. I wanted to give you uh, both pieces of it. But um, Gomez will never pitch a game for the Braves. Uh, he'll eventually be released by the Braves because he, although he was helpful to the young pitchers, he, he and uh, the manager at the time of the Braves, Casey Stengel, did not get along too well. Um, but Gomez will eventually sign with the Washington Senators. He'll make one start for the Senators, and then he'll never... Gomez will make one star for the Senators, uh, allowing three runs over four and two-thirds innings, and then he will never pitch again. Now, a little bit about Lefty. Years before Joe DiMaggio came out of San Francisco, the Bay Area produced Vernon Lewis Gomez. He was a talented, colorful, left-handed hurler, and he got the nickname Lefty. He also had a nickname Goofy, but, um, but he was called Lefty. And he starred for the Yankees during the 30s and the early 40s. He teamed with Red Ruffing to form one of the best pitching duos in baseball history. Gomez was an amazing 6-0 in World Series starts. Uh, he won five rings with the Yankees. He was, really, he was really a hard thrower early in his career, but he suffered arm injuries in 33, 36, and 39, um, which eventually retooled himself to be a finesse pitcher. And it was those arm injuries, actually, that why he didn't get drafted um, during World War II, interestingly enough. Um, he enjoyed a 165 and 89 record for the Yankees during the 1930s. Uh, he finished in the top... 10 in MVP voting three times. He won two pitching triple crowns. He was a seven-time All-Star starting five of those games, and he won the ERA title twice, and he'll be eventually inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1972. Now, I featured Gomez um, facing Mel Ott in the Mel Ott podcast um, in the World Series, uh, which is a fun listen, uh, you know, because the announcer, Ty Tyson, announces uh, Mel Ott as Master Melvin, and it's just uh, just fun listens. Uh, you can also listen to uh, him on uh, classic radio broadcasts that we have, including the 36-39 World Series, as well as those all-star games, as we mentioned earlier. as well as those all-star games that, uh, from the 30s featuring Lefty, who ironically was also the last pitcher to go six-plus innings of an all-star game. So um, there's a fantastic uh, full-featured interview there as well that you might want to catch. And for this podcast, I have a radio spot that Lefty did in 1945. Enjoy. Folks, before we jump into today's highlights, I just have to ask you, do you want to put 50 
years of baseball history in your pocket. I know what you're thinking. It's not going to fit, but it really will because it's all in audio format. These are lost pieces of baseball history told to you from baseball cathedrals. They're, they're told to you by icons of the game from Red Barber, Ernie Howell to Harry Carey. I get goosebumps personally listening to these games and even thinking about the interviews and what these players are going to share with me. I know what you're thinking. Is this AI? Are there bots? Is there some magic potion here that are making these things appear? And I'm telling you, they're not. These games are real. They were done by real people at that specific moment in time. All the iconic moments, the interviews, none of it's reproduced, none of it's AI. It's all real, but done again by real people. If you want to check them out, uh, there's a free intro offer. Jump on over to VintageBaseballReflections.com. And there's over 2,500 audio clips and games for you to put in your pocket, take on walks with you, hang around the fireplace and listen, put them on the porch, invite some friends over. However you want to listen, you're going to be able to listen in these amazing moments in baseball history. Use this coupon this day for a special gift at the checkout. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I said a moment ago, our guest today was Lefty Gomez. In case you don't know much about Lefty, and I don't believe there's anybody who knows anything about football who doesn't know about him, or rather baseball, excuse me, Lefty is the former star pitcher of the New York Yankees. As one of the greatest records of any pitcher in modern times, he is the only pitcher, to my knowledge, you can correct me if I'm wrong, who has never been defeated in the World Series. Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal of the New York Yankees, Vernon, better known as Lefty Gomez. How are you, Lefty? Fine, Bill. How are you? Just fine. Lefty, I'd like to have you, if you will, tell us what you think of your ex-team's chances, the Yankees in the American League, and if you don't think they're going to win, who do you think will win this year? Well, I do think, Bill, that the Yankees have a very good chance to win the pennant this year if they can only play winning ball on the road. They, everybody knows they are a great ball club at home. They haven't been playing such good ball on the road. Although this particular road trip that they're on now, they started off pretty good. They've knocked off the St. Louis Browns two in a row. They're on a seven-game winning streak. And if, as I said before, if they can win on the road, they've got a good chance. And, Bill, I look for the Detroit Tigers to win after Hank Greenberg gets back in that lineup and starts to hit because he's going to make a whale of difference in that team. Fine, Lefty. Let's get to the National League. I think everybody would be interested in your opinion. How's the National Circuit going to turn out? Well, right now it looks like the Brooklyn Dodgers, but I would say that I wouldn't sell the New York Giants or the St. Louis Cardinals too cheap because both those clubs have uh, plenty of power and good pitching, and the Dodgers right now are getting good pitching. They have a lot of power, but if the Dodgers pitching uh, can stand up, Bill, I look for them, but if it doesn't, it's going to be a race, I say, between the St. Louis Cardinals and the New York Giants. Lefty, instead of my asking you questions and you giving me short answers, let's just go ahead and you talk about some of the pitchers you've seen in action. Maybe you can give us a humorous story about one or two of them, how you find those pitchers, how they were to work with, work against. Lefty, go ahead. Talk about your own profession, the great pitchers you've seen in baseball. Well, Bill, there was quite a few great pitchers with the Yankees. There was a great number that weren't with the Yankees, but I think that Spud Chandler was one of the uh, one pitcher that had... Uh, very funny ideas and superstitions about pitching. It seemed as though Spud would get out there and if he felt sick and his arm ached him and his back hurt him and it was too hot to pitch and everything else, 
Well, that was the day McCarthy would pitch him because you'd generally wind up shutting the club out with a couple of hits. <laughs> and uh, other pitchers have been the same way. Take uh, Monty Pearson. Well, Monty was the same way. He had a bad elbow. He always thought it was too cold. It would be 110. Pearson would be walking around with the sweater on. He couldn't throw his curve. And all of a sudden, he went out there, if you recall, in the World Series and had the uh, Cincinnati Reds shut out right up to the ninth inning with practically, I don't believe they had a hit, uh, or they did get the hit in the eighth inning or whenever it was, but he had a bad arm for a week before then. His back hurt him. So that's the way some of those pitches work. Anything about Dizzy Dean? You've seen him work. What do you think of Diz? Well, I think that Diz was one of the greatest right-handed pitchers of all times. Diz could really throw that ball. He had a very good fastball, and Diz also had a terrific change of pace that a lot of people overlooked. And another thing, Diz was great. When the going was tough, that's when Diz was at his best. You had your choice between Bobby Feller pitching on one afternoon, Carl Hubble pitching on the same afternoon, or Dean going to the mound. On one particular game that you had to win, which of the three would you use? Well, Bill, being left-handed, I'll string along with Hubble, but I'd uh, hate to leave Dean in the background. How about Feller? Well, I would still pick uh, Hubble, Dean, then Feller. Now let me ask you this. Of all the pitchers you've seen, who would you say was the greatest pitcher that you yourself actually ever pitched against? Well, the greatest pitcher that I ever pitched against, Bill, was, uh, I'd say, Lefty Grove when he was with the Philadelphia Athletics. Uh, there's one fellow we left out in that. Uh, if I wanted to win one game when Grove was at his best, I think I'd take Grove. Lefty, how about all the pitchers of all time that you've heard about? Would you put Christy Matheson ahead of the current crop, the crop you just spoke of? Well, uh, according to his records and everything else, Bill, I would. But I think that baseball, not because I played now, is uh, just as hard now and, if anything, a little harder uh, from a pitcher's standpoint because there's not so many freak deliveries. By that, I mean there's no more spitball, shine ball, or they don't allow him to cut the ball or anything like that. But Christie was a great pitcher also. Of course, there's one guy that you haven't mentioned that I would like to mention. He happens to hold a record in the record books that nobody else has. His name is Gomez. He pitched in a lot of World Series. Is it seven, Lefty? Is that correct? I was in seven series. Seven though. World Series. He was never beaten in World Series play when the blue chips were down and his name was Lefty Gomez. Well, that's all there is. I want to thank you very, very much, Lefty, for being with us, and thanks to you guys for listening. <laughs>